that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. In fact, that's a bunch of malarkey. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I pledge to every citizen of our land that I will be president for all Americans. And this is so important to me. You've just tuned in to the greatest podcast nobody's ever heard of. DNR Radio. And welcome to another glistening episode of DNR Radio. I'm Russ. Over there is Darkside. What's up, brother? Not much. It's it's been it's been a very 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 busy week here uh, at the DNR studios. You're fired. Yo, that's. <laughs> did you, did you, hear, you want to hear it again? You're fired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said that to one of his buddies this week. You're fired. Oh yeah. He did, didn't he? Yep. Good for him. Yes. It's, and you know what's funny is that it is causing such a uproar, such a ruckus. Well, it, it, for those of you that live under a rock or look like you do, like Darkseid, uh, you uh, right. missed that uh, James Comey, the uh, director of the FBI, was finally relieved of his duties uh, uh, by Donald J. Uh, and immediately, <clears throat> uh, Mr. Trump was lambasted for it. Uh, now, according to the original reports, this was under advice from uh, the head of the Department of Justice as well as the uh, 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 Mr. Sessions, uh, the Attorney General, uh, and so uh, it was also recommended uh, by Obama himself that Mr. Comey be uh, let go. Uh, the Democrats, all before the election, were voicing their displeasure for Mr. Comey, demanding that he either resign or be fired by Mr. Trump as soon as he took office. It took Trump three months to do it, but he finally fired him. And now every Democrat in the world is saying that it's a scandal and a cover-up. I just don't understand the hypocrisy that's going into the Democrats right now. Just the utter, just disgusting. As soon as this happened, and then all of a sudden they all start bitching and moaning about, oh, the injustice and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, wait a freaking second. You got uh, a Georgie boy saying that, oh, he, he can't be trusted. He's horrible. But then all of a sudden now it's like, oh, Trump fired him. He can't be trusted. You flip-flopping piece of crap. Right. Like like the, the, the big thing now is that Trump is hiding something, and, and that's why Comey was fired. Right. But he was, they, they were asking for his head for, for six months or seven months, even longer. Yeah. So he finally served it up to them. I love how everybody's saying, they're like, oh, well, what's he hiding? He's got to be hiding something. And I'm like, dude, not for nothing. I'm just using simple logic here. Forgive me for using logic. My fault. But he got terminated from his position. He didn't get terminated from life. He's still alive. He still has vocal cords and a tongue and a functioning mouth. If he has something, he can still say it. He can still leak anything he wants to. It's not like he's been completely and utterly silenced 
because his paycheck no longer says FBI, U.S. government, whatever. I, I don't get it. If he has something to say, he can still say it. Just because he's fired doesn't mean he's been silenced. Right, and and the Democrats are going to drag him up in front of committee anyway uh, uh, to answer questions. Uh, apparently, sure. <clears throat> you know, uh, Moscow's come out and said that they were working with Hillary, and they found money in the Trump found uh, the Clinton Foundation that came from Russia. But apparently, Russia helped uh, Trump win the election. So. Uh, apparently, yeah. after yeah, yeah. nearly uh, eight or nine months of this now, there's still no evidence on, on, on anything that Russia had anything to do with anything. There's just there's nothing uh, there. Uh, they, I can tell you this for a fact. They didn't come to my house and drag me out and bring me to a voting booth with a gun to my head. No. So the Russians didn't force me to vote anyway. No way whatsoever. They had to. You know what? This whole Russian crap. They I'm telling you right now. They had nothing to do, nothing with the way I voted. I did not vote for Hillary, number one, because I'm not a, a Democrat. But number two, she is a corrupt, horrible human being. She is a terrible person from the deepest recess of her core to that fake pantsuit wearing, smiling, just giggling coughing uncomfortable bitch she is a horrible person yeah that's why i didn't vote for her she is absolutely horrible the fact that i'm not a democrat well that, that should horrible. see and that that should never be a reason just because she's not of your party doesn't mean that you can't vote for her i, I mean i have voted uh, across party lines before i used to be a registered republican uh, uh once in a very random blue moon i would i would vote across the aisle and then i went centrist and and went independent and 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 I'll go either way on it, depending on uh, which views I like better. But uh, she, uh, as a career politician and a general piece of crap to begin with, uh, really didn't deserve to be uh, anywhere near that Oval Office uh, ever, 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 ever. No. Uh, and and I think I think the Don, uh, and, and as as uh, <clears throat> unrefined uh, for use of a better term. Uh, is is doing a, a not bad job, uh, if it wasn't for the Twitter, which he he shoots himself with, and it's gonna that is going to be why the travel ban will be forever blocked, because of his initial Twitter rants over it, because he generalized and used specific religion against it, and and while you you could be right about that, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue with you on that one. I don't I still don't think that he's doing anything wrong by using twitter i still enjoy the fact that he's he's being him he hasn't changed good for him but you're probably right about that with that being said though that's not the only reason why uh i mean i think he's doing a great job with what he's able to do around every corner he's coming up against uh, democratic opposition about everything every single thing everything he puts his pen to the Democrats are just like holding their breath, stomping their feet, having a tantrum, creating a ruckus. And then you got all the libtards out there saying, what's he done in the first hundred days? Well, he's done what he can do under you people messing around with him. Right. So he, he has accomplished uh, items on his to do list that were promised during the campaign. Uh, he hasn't lied about that. I still haven't seen where. Uh, the libertards are claiming that he, he's a liar. So waiting to see that. that. That hasn't happened yet. 
I don't know if or when that is going to happen because, you know, if they had stuff that he lied about, it would be out there already. He's owed up to everything. Yeah. hasn't sugarcoated it. Uh, he's, he's blunt, uh, brusque to a fault, uh, and, and which, you know, to those that aren't uh, aware, that means he's, he, he'll tell you the truth to the point where it offends you and he doesn't care because he has the right to tell you the truth. And that's what he does. Uh, and and it, half the stuff that he's done were stuff that the Democrats were pushing for uh, back when Obama was president that they couldn't get done. So I, I don't understand the, the hypocrisy other than to try to get a leg up for the 2018 midterm elections, which, uh, based upon the way the media is, is planting the seeds, uh, could bode very badly for the Republicans in, in the midterm elections. Uh, only because the, the people in the areas that voted predominantly Republican and put Republican people in the Senate are now jumping all over Republicans for Trump care because of what the media has been putting out there for it. Right. So right. And, instead and, of researching, they're just going to jump on the liberal media spin. The problem is that the middle uh, the liberal media spin is everywhere. Right. And, and nobody ever listens yeah. to Fox because apparently Fox lost their credibility years ago. And then even more so with the harassment scandals that nobody's given them any credit. So all you have is the liberal media that keeps telling you how horrible Trump care is. When in all actuality, all it's doing is providing real time responsible options for people to be able to get uh, coverage. Now, yes, are there going to be problems with some pre-existing conditions? There always are. Uh, they shouldn't be free for you and I to cover. If somebody decided to not take care of something for most of their life, and now it turns life-threatening, and now they have to do it, and now they decide to get insurance after not having it for 20 years, that, that emergent care is not my responsibility. You should have handled that 20-something years ago when you had the time and the youth and, and the money to be able to properly buy insurance and take care of yourself. You chose not to. But you said it yourself, though, just a few seconds ago. Uh, uh, this Trump care poses options for people to, to take. Right. The liberals, the Democrats, they don't want options. They want to. They love it. They thrive off of being told what to do. Right. That that's their way of life, and that's what they like. And now that there's actually options, oh my God! You mean you're leaving it for people to make their own choices, for people to think for themselves? How dare you? You can't think for yourself. Exactly. That's not the way it works. Right. Disgusting. And that's and that's and that's the problem. Once once you you give people freedom, uh, the people that are in power don't want people to have the freedom, and then do everything they can to take away that freedom. Uh, that's why for eight years we lost so many of our liberties, so many of our freedoms. And, and some of that did start with the Bush, uh, with, the, with the Patriot Act, taking away a bunch of our freedoms and liberties, uh, which uh, I'm glad some of those provisions expired and, and neither Obama or Trump put them back in place. So that's, that's appreciated. But uh, the Democrats, and particularly the liberals, have now gone on a far-left campaign to, to push a socialist agenda, and it starts in schools— Starts in, in, in grammar schools and middle schools, goes into colleges. Most college professors are ultra-liberal to the point where if you have a conservative voice, they try to expel you from their class or give you an automatic failure despite the fact that you're passing. Yeah. Uh, you got a, a girl mm -hmm. in, in North Carolina 
uh, whose yearbooks have been rescinded because she put a Donald Trump quote, raised the wall, as her high school yearbook quote, and people saw that as offensive and recalled the yearbook. And then they can't reprint the yearbook. I trolled the hell out of that. Right. (laughs) I went nuts with that. As soon as I saw that article come out, I'm like, oh, hell no. I put something on there. Uh, it was on Facebook. It was on one of the news sites. And I, I don't even think it was like Fox News, th- their posts. You get more uh, conservatives responding to those. I went right to enemy territory. I went to either USA Today or ABC News, one of those liberal outlets. And I just said, you know what? The hypocrisy stinks. If she had posted, and I put in quotes, Free stuff for everybody, Bernie Sanders. I said she would be hailed as some kind of a social justice warrior. Her 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 quote would have been in big bold letters, italics or something like that. I said, but because it was something they didn't like, they go and yank it. And the people were try trying, trying to lambaste me over this, over my opinion that you people are freaking hypocrites. You're allowed your opinion. That's what's guaranteed in the First Amendment. What she said wasn't offensive. What she said wasn't racist. What she said is the calling card of our current sitting president. So if she quoted our current sitting president, an exact quote from his speeches, from his stance that he said a million times, raise the wall, where is the 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 standard show me the standard that says that that is not allowed that quoting a president of the united states is not allowed if if barack obama had something similar to that and people have quoted barack obama in their yearbooks right and and they they left it alone they know nobody ever quashed it right why because this says raise the wall because you don't like the wall because 26 percent of your north carolina school base is hispanic how many of those were illegals right Let's talk about all the farmlands that weren't picked this past season because all the people that were afraid of deportation got up and left, leaving you to actually have to work for a living and hire people that you had to pay taxes on and report Social Security wages to. You know, And you chose not to do that, so your crops went unpicked, but you're going to blame the government for not allowing illegal aliens in here. So this person stood up for their rights, a great patriot, stood up and said— I support Donald Trump, and I want to use his quote in my yearbook to stand for me. And and then the Richmond Early College High School in Hamlet, North Carolina, decided to say, no, that is racist, that is bigoted, and that is uh, uh, unapproved uh, speech, uh, and that it's inciting trouble, and so they yanked all the yearbooks. If that was me, dude, I'm telling you, if that was my kid, my yearbook, whatever, oh, my God. I would be so furious. I'd be out there with picket signs for Christ's sake. There's got to be a lawsuit. Way to make a make a nuisance. Right. There's there should be a lawsuit allowing. Where is that free speech infringing on anybody's rights? Because you quoted the president. You didn't. You didn't quote right. two live crew. You didn't. You didn't quote the Wu Tang Clan. You didn't. You didn't quote <laughs> uh, 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 Anthrax or, or or any anybody. Right. Slayer, you didn't, you know, you didn't quote any of them. You quoted the sitting president of the United States of America, and that was deemed racist. A quote by our president is racist. Well, that's the problem is that it's 
it goes against free speech only works one way when it comes to the Democrats and the liberals their way. They don't like it and they will do everything they possibly can to ban it. But this and is I what I mean. Some, some uh, somebody posted like one of those memes online and it, it was like, you know, if uh, it was con- conservative versus uh, uh, liberal. If a conservative doesn't like a movie, he won't go to watch it. If a liberal doesn't like a movie, they'll try to make sure nobody can watch it. And it went on and on like that about music, about food, about guns, about everything. You know, for the most part, if a conservative person doesn't like it, yeah, maybe they'll voice their opinion. Maybe they say, oh, man, that sucks. I want nothing to do with it. But then they leave it to freedom of choice. It's not my decision for what you're watching. If right. you want to watch a movie that's smeared with a liberal rhetoric, go ahead. I could give a crap less. Look what they just did to Tim Allen. And they yanked – he got an 8.1 in the ratings. I mean, it was massive ratings. Right, his ratings show, were huge uh, for a Friday night – for a Friday night lead-in show. For a Friday night lead-in show. That was yeah. great. I mean, absolutely fantastic ratings. He was crushing ratings. the ratings. Yeah. Last Man Standing, I've never watched it myself. I think I've only seen one episode. People keep telling me it's right up my alley. It's on, like, Netflix or something. I'll catch up with it. But they canceled it because they don't like what they hear. And it's it's sickening. The censorship that's going on by the hypocrisy of the liberal state is just absolutely pathetic. It's going on with the yearbooks. It's going on with what you see on TV. Listen. Here's my notice to all you liberals out there. If you don't like something, don't participate. If you don't like guns, don't buy a gun. If you don't like a movie, don't see the freaking movie. But, but leave me alone. Dark side, that's not happening because if you look at everything that's going on, the, the liberals are winning, right? They lost the White House. They lost the, the, the Congress. But they've won the media, even though they know it's fake news, even though they know that what they're hearing is slanted to one side— they are winning because everything that is going on in the world, both in the media, in entertainment, is so slanted left that they are controlling everything you see. They are controlling everything you hear. They are controlling everything that you know. And soon it's going to get to the point that nobody is actually going to know what the real truth is. And we're going to have to need one of these uh, 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 systems like we have now in the podcast world, where there's millions and millions of podcasts, to get the real news out there. And hopefully enough people are going to listen where it can counteract what mass media is doing. They are controlling everything. Let me ask you this, though. Even if the real news is posted, the left is just going to sit there and say, well, that's fake, that's wrong, that's lies. Right. And the people will believe it because more people are going to say it's garbage than are going to say it's true. Because we, on the conservative side, on the centrist side, don't have a loud enough outlet to be able to stand up for us and speak the truth. Like, I don't care if it's right or left or center. Just give me the damn truth. Stop playing this This. Your side counts only because you're going to you're going to feed on the poor. You're going to feed on the needs of the people that want the stuff for free because a either they're so down on their luck they can never get out from under it. B they're too lazy and are are built into a lifestyle of complete welfare as as a career choice or, or C they're looking for an easy way out 
and they don't feel like actually working hard to do things the right way, like illegal immigrants. And they're going right. to pander to yep. those people. And those people are going to be the ones that are going to show up in droves on the coasts, all around each edge of the United States, both in the southeast, in the, in the Florida, Miami area with the Cuban influence, uh, down where I am, because the three counties here on the border are the only Democrat counties in the entire state of Texas. You've got the whole West mm-hmm. Coast, everything from Seattle down to San Diego, because that's mini Tijuana, for Christ's sake. And then you got the Northeast, where we're from. Where New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, uh, Massachusetts—they—they uh, they bleed Kennedy. They're so Democrat. So uh, they get enough people on these coasts, and with the way uh, uh, people are still getting poor and moving towards the coast to try to get towards the wealth, they're going to control it. And unless Middle America stands up and makes a huge stand in 2018, the 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 conservative movement is going to come to a screeching halt. Come come uh, the first week of November. When, when every Republican is just about voted out of office, except for the president. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to see yeah. nothing happen because they're going to pass laws, he's going to veto them, and they're going to have two-thirds to overwrite that veto, which means any Supreme Court justice that comes up is going to get uh, uh, killed. They, they will never have another conservative in there if the Democrats win the 2018 midterms. We need to make yeah, sure that right. our voices get out there and, and we need something better than Fox News because if Fox really, despite the fact that most of the time they do tell stuff uh, with, the, with the, a right slant, there's stuff that is truthful, but because of the, 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 uh, the scandals, uh, because of the mouthpieces that they put out there, uh, they're not respected and they're not recognized as a true news source. So we have nothing. We've got nothing. ABC, well, CBS, CNN. It boils down to. I, I, I watched... Fox News. I'm not going to be ashamed to admit it. You know, faux news, whatever you leftists want to call it. I, I watched Fox, Fox News. I was a big fan of Bill O'Reilly because as much as he would slant to the right, quite obviously, he would also call BS and he had no problem doing it. He would, you know, Tucker Carlson. I love watching Tucker. Uh, I think he was a great addition getting rid of that Megyn Kelly liberal all right, Tucker is he he takes them to task, uh, but he's to the point where he won't admit the faults. Whereas at least Bill O'Reilly would still say, "Well, I don't really think that was right. I don't agree with it." He would still take them to task, okay? But he would clear the air, okay? But now in the last year, look at the way the liberal media has slanted that Milo fella, uh, the gay the gay conservative. You know, they came out with scandals against him, and he's banned all over the place. You had Tommy Lauren, that that blonde bombshell that that uh, had her own little little thing that she did. She got fired. What was that from uh, the Blaze? Yeah, because she, she spoke got, against she the conservative she, establishment. She put out her opinions. Right. Yeah, she got canned. Okay, so she got shut down. You got Bill O'Reilly with this scandal that nobody really even knows of anything truly about, you know, oh, sexual harassment. Okay, well, what are the facts on this one before you go canning the guy? You know, now here's where I'm going to play uh, Nostradamus. Mark my words on this one. What is today? The 14th? It is. Uh, May 14th. It is. Sometime within this this upcoming year, Okay, you still have a few outlets of of conservative speak. Okay, primarily speaking, Sean Hannity, 
and um, and Tucker Carlson. Something somewhere along the line is going to come out about one of the two of them, if not both, to try to shut them down. There's going to be some kind of uh, media scandal, some kind of a harassment scandal. Something's going to come up that they're going to try to shut these guys down as well. They're going to literally try and take every single outlet away from the conservatives, just like what you were just saying. All right. There's very few left. Those are a few of the, the, the couple that are left. Okay. For television, for the main uh, American sitting on their couch to watch that has a conservative slant. They're going to find something. They're going to try to, they're going to grasp at straws and they're going to try to shut these people down within the year. Guarantee. That's now, my, that's my Nostradamus. And then, and then, like I said, what, what happens then is that all you have is left speak, which then becomes gospel because people don't know any better, which then means that the entire socialist agenda of the Democrats becomes more and more of a reality that Bernie Sanders vision of a, uh, a, a free for everything America except a paycheck is is realized when when your paycheck will then be taxed at a 75 to 90 percent rate to pay for free school like New York is now doing for their people and for the single payer source of health care like a universal health care system, because according to the Democrats, uh, everybody has a right to health care. Which you really don't. You you don't have. You have the right to either have health care or not have health care. You have the right to go buy whatever you want in health care or to buy nothing at all in health care. And and if you need to go to a doctor, then you'll pay it out of your pocket at a higher rate. You can negotiate a price. People don't realize that the hospital gives you a bill. You can call them up and say, "Listen, that's a little high. Uh, I want to I want to renegotiate this." Uh, you could do that because by law they have to. So uh, people just want it easy. They want to be told how to live. People don't want to work for life anymore. And, and that's, I think, uh, a lot of it has to do with the way that uh, we've raised kids in, in the past generation and a half, uh, where we let uh, uh, television and video games raise our kids. We allow them to play all these violent video games with guns and war and destruction and blood, but then we abhor the fact when a kid shows up and, and uses his finger like a gun in pre-K and they suspend him for six weeks. So you, 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 it's, the, it's the hypocrisy and doublespeak uh, from, from the left side that is, is contributing the most to the degradation of our society. It has nothing to do with the conservative movement. It has nothing to do with the fact that Donald Trump is the president. Uh, uh, do I think that sometimes the, the far right, the alt-right, is just as bad as, as uh, ISIS is? They do everything short of actually kill babies sometimes. So, yes, they, they are in their theological uh, beliefs, right? But they're not going out and, and uh, uh, mass murdering people with uh, 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 vests, right? But don't let the left hear you say that because uh, to them we have our homegrown terrorists so what's what's the difference about letting in terrorists from other countries we already have our own we can't stop them what's the difference well when you look at it right. timothy mcveigh was what going on 30 years ago right david koresh oh was God, it been that long almost 30 years right david koresh was one well, no david koresh wow. was 20 years ago right yeah so you got ted kaczynski the unabomber who was just nuts man he was just nuts it wasn't a terrorist. He was just nuts. He just wanted to, 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 to kill people. You know, but that, that that's a problem for people. But watching Dexter 
on Showtime was fine because he, you know, that's make believe murder. So we could all be fans of people who cut up people for fun, but when somebody actually really does it, he's an American terrorist. You know, so it's right. it's a hypocrisy. I can't stand and it. It's, and, and it's it's funny too because you got these freaking social justice warrior douchebag uh, uh, Hollywood elitists that are the ones on camera pulling the trigger, taking the blades and sticking people's vital organs and slashing and hacking away and stuff like that. And then they'll go and you know they'll make their millions and and all the sheeple will go into the theaters and pay big bucks to see these big jackasses. And then all of a sudden they're on the news later. Oh, no guns, no violence, blah, blah, blah. Are you freaking kidding me? That is how blind do you have to be to see what these people are? They're hypocrites. It's disgusting. It, it is. You know, guys like, and, and I used to respect Matt Damon for, you know, I thought he was a great actor in the Jason Bourne movies. And he comes out and thinks that the government has the right to walk into your door and take every single one of your guns without a question. You don't have a right to them. This is not yeah, Europe. Jason Bourne have stung, uh, stood up right. for that crap. Just because you're the government doesn't mean you're always right. That's why we have the right to have guns, to overthrow a tyrannical mm -hmm. government if we so desire. But Congress went and made it against the law to conspire to do so. Did you know that? The Democrat Congress went and passed the law that says it's against the law for you to try to overthrow your government that you're constitutionally allowed to do. So you would have to overthrow the government, try to overthrow the government, lose, get arrested, and then while you're being uh, 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 tried, uh, you have to try to go to the Supreme Court and overthrow that congressional law because it's unconstitutional. Right. So, you know, they're making it so that you are not going to have a say, you're not going to have a voice, you're not going to have the ability to stand up for yourself or for your government that, that you think should be of the people, by the people, and for the freaking people. That's what's written in the goddamn Bill of Rights. That's right. I feel bad for our kids, man. I really do. And, and, and they're, they're inheriting such a crap mess. I think, fortunately... Despite all the liberic rhetoric, liberal rhetoric, that there are a large number of conservatives uh, coming up through the ranks. They're just not violent about it. They're not Berkeley-ish about it. They're not going out there and burning down the place because they don't agree with what you're saying. So we don't see anything about that because they're not causing a ruckus. They're, they're saying, you have the right to disagree with me. So hopefully there are still enough of them out there, and I think that there are, where they can still make a difference. But is that difference going to be enough to keep our country free? And that's 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 the problem. Yeah, well, I, I hope so. I'm doing my best to – somebody online this past week in one of my uh, trolling sessions um, said, oh, I, if, uh, if you have children, I feel bad for them. They're going to be – they, they were calling me heartless. It was this whole deportation thing that's been in the news lately. And, of course, I put my opinion out there because I am freaking able to. I have the right as an American citizen uh, to, to voice my opinion and let it be heard. Whether or not it hurts your feelings, I have that right. And I expressed my right. Yep. And got these people were just taking me to task on it. I'm like, I was not backing backing down. Oh, you're heartless. You're going to raise your children to be heartless and blah, blah, blah. No, I'm going to raise my children without liberal guilt. 
That's what it boils down to. I'm going to raise them with morals and values that hard work and good morals pays off. How dare you? You don't have to feel guilty about everything that you can't change. It is what it is. We were lucky enough. Luck of the draw, cosmic fate, whatever you want to call it. We were born here in the United States. Okay. Our ancestors immigrated to the United States and they did it legally. We were born here. We're lucky enough to be born here and we're not off in some third world crap hole just yet. Let the liberals take hold and it will be a third world crap hole. But we were, and I'm going to raise my children with those values that you know what? You were born here. You're lucky enough to be born here. Work hard and achieve what you want. Now, I'm not saying that these illegals aren't all trying not, you know, they're they're lazy and they don't want to work. I'm not saying any of that. No, they're hard workers. They are. Come here. What's that? They're very hard workers. Yeah, a good majority of them are. But you know what, dude? You did it the wrong way. Yep. There's this one that's in the news now. She, I, I don't know. She's out in Denver, I think. Took asylum in a church. I don't know if you've heard about this one or not. not I have not. You're following. No, I have not. I have not <laughs> heard of it. She took asylum in a, in a church for the last, like, three months because she was up for deportation. That being said, she's not uh, – she has a criminal past, but it wasn't anything. It was forgery. It was driving unregistered, unlicensed. It was basically uh, low felony, if that. Misdemeanors mostly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like she had these – you know, Kate Steinle type of, of uh, heinous, violent crimes, okay? But she still broke the freaking law. She was here for 20 years, undocumented. And I put that in quotes because I hate that freaking word, undocumented. No, the word you're looking for is illegal. She was here illegally for 20 years. You're such a racist. I know. Isn't that horrible? I never knew that being, Ill- you know, calling somebody an illegal was racist. You're just here illegally. That's not racist. You could be from any freaking country. I don't give a damn. You're illegal. She was here illegally for 20 years. You know what else kind of pissed me off about it is that when they were when they were interviewing her, so she found out she was supposed to be deported. She took shelter at a church in Denver. Okay. And then, of course, it became the cause of the day. The liberals took up her cause. Let's save this woman. Let's save her and we'll make sure we're doing the right thing. Well, she took up uh, her little residence in the church there. And when she got her two year extension, okay, liberal media won. She got a two year extension on her deportation. So they had her out front of the steps of this church, and of course she's you know she's wearing a Black Lives Matter T-shirt and whatnot and whatever. But she's giving her interview via a translator, and that pissed. I'm like, what has she done in the last 20 years to assimilate to our culture? In 20 years, she a couldn't take the time to go go about becoming a legal citizen. B she couldn't take the time to learn English. That's that, for whether how good or dare bad, you? Whether you want to agree with it or not, that is America's first language, and she couldn't even take the time to learn the language. She 
did absolutely nothing with herself other than forge documents and break the law for 20 freaking years, and we're sucking her ass on a politically correct bandwagon, and that's bullcrap. I don't care if she's from Mexico, Guatemala, Ireland, freaking Italy, whatever country. It's got nothing to do with race, nothing to do with color, none of that. She broke the freaking law, and we're bending over kissing her ass to let her stay here because it's the politically correct thing to do. So I'm being uh, told I'm heartless. I says, no, this isn't anything to do with heartless. It's got to do with the fact that she broke the freaking law. Well, what about her children? They're telling me, well, you know what? If her, if she has family here legally here in the United States, Hey man, you're worried about the kids, put them up with them. If you're that worried that you don't want to be separated, take them with you, pack a little door, the Explorer bag and bounce, get out of here, take off, come back legally. Come back legally. You're cutting the line. There's people that are bending over backwards, breaking their asses for years to come to this country and make a better life. God bless them. God bless them. You want to come here legally? I say welcome home. There's room for you. Come be a productive member of our society. We can use you. Immigration is a fantastic thing if you do it legally. If you don't do it legally, get the hell out. Pack your bags and go. When 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 the INS comes knocking on your freaking door, when ICE is showing up where you are, don't sit there and hide like a little cockroach in a freaking church. Man up to the fact that you suck because you broke the laws. It is unconstitutional for you to be here. You have no constitutional rights. Get out. That's my rant for the day. I'm done. No, but you're right. You're absolutely right. You're 100% right. Yeah, you're 100 percent right. No, pissed me off, and then they, then they question how I'm going to raise my kids. Oh, I'm going to raise my kids with values, with American values. Except everybody, you, everybody belongs here. That's perfectly fine if you do it freaking legally. I love seeing you like this. I really do. It's the greatest thing ever. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> See, now my blood pressure's up. This is bull. And that's why we're going to take a break. Don't go anywhere. DNR Radio will be right back. Sports radio host, producer, news anchor. A few of many, many more careers that the Connecticut School of Broadcasting can lead you to. Go CSB.com or 1-800-TV-RADIO to schedule your studio tour. With an on-hands approach and instructors being broadcast professionals themselves, you're guaranteed to get a first-class learning experience. Get your career in the broadcasting field started the right way. Sports radio host, producer, news anchor, the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Go CSB.com or 1-800-TV-RADIO to schedule your studio tour. That's right. Welcome back, DNR Radio. I'm Russ. That's Dark Side. You know, that was one hell of a tirade coming out of that, you know? Now, I don't know whether or not our listeners, and we get them, you talk to them, I talk to them, we have people that we talk to that uh, agree with us, and sometimes they don't. Uh, the problem is that I never hear from them where I could use their quotes on the show, and I and I really like to. Yeah. Here we are. We're 27 episodes into DNR Radio. We're, we're 27 glorious episodes. Right. I mean, we should be well over 30, but you know, my move down here kind of screwed things up. But uh, still, when you when you think about it, we're we're going on six months of this, if not longer now, right? September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May. We're at 10 months of this already. 
Yeah. Nine, nine, been doing this nine for months. A while, bro. Holy crap. So we yeah. still only had well, one e- email to us by Silas Duguid Jr. And he never bothered to write us back again, that son of a bitch. And then uh, <laughs> we have uh, all these ways to get in touch with us. And, and I don't maybe they don't know how to do it. Darkside, please. Well, how do we do it? It's dnrradio.net is the uh, website. You can go radiodnr at gmail dot com we'd love to hear from you facebook uh, twitter feed we we do have uh many different facets of how to get a hold of us and if you'd like to bitch me out personally for my previous tirade you can probably email me at uh i apparently am a heartless dick at uh gmail.com that's that's gonna be my new email oh, address you know what first of all if you I can apparently go i'm a heartless dick you can you can go register that and that'd be fantastic i know but i mean what do <laughs> What do, do are we are our listeners like people at Walmart? You know what I mean. You ever see that website, oh, people of Walmart? Yeah. The people of Walmart. Yeah, it's a great website. That's great. It is, dude. I love people. I am a people of Walmart. Actually, as soon as I'm done with the show, the Walmart that's 24 hours down in Wallingford, I'm gonna probably go down there and hang out with the peeps. Well, what, what's wrong They're with the one people. in? What's wrong with the one in Bristol? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I'm going back to the one in Bristol anytime soon, bro. <laughs> I um, I had a little incident at the Bristol Walmart at uh, on Farmington Avenue uh, this past week. Really? Trying. Tell me a story, yeah. Toby. Tell me, I've got a good okay. story. All right, it's story time with Darkside Dave. Listen, here's what happened. All right, so to back this up just a fraction. Kira comes home, my daughter Bear, comes home uh, two weeks ago, and she was happy as a peach. And I'm like, what's up, Bear? And she says, I have a project to do. And I says, okay, cool. What do you, what do you got to do? She says, I have to write a, a biography on somebody, somebody I admire, whatever the case may be. And she goes, guess who I'm doing it on, Daddy? And I said, who's that, Bear? And she says, I'm doing it on you. Now, my heart just exploded with joy. I'm like, that is so freaking awesome. You know, you're doing a decent job when your kid looks up to the point where they want to write a biography about you. That's fantastic. I was so thrilled. I'm like, that's, she's, she's only seven. She's only seven. I know she doesn't know any better. She will hate you. It's okay though. She will hate you. Oh yeah. It is coming. Yeah. But I'm going to (laughs) revel. No, but I'm going to revel in the fact that she doesn't hate me yet. (laughs) Okay. So screw you and don't take the air out of that. I have teenagers. Trust me. They will hate you. At least give me this. All right. (laughs) So she's like, she wants She brings home this. She has this like, uh, you know, you do like science fairs and you have the cardboard background, the three panel, you know, thing to set on the table. She has one of those and she's like, you know, I, I got to put pictures on it and this, that, the other thing. And she's like, can we take a quick picture or two? You know, she's, first she says, let me get a picture of you at work. I says, okay, I can have somebody take a picture of me at work. And then she says, I want to get a picture of me and you, a selfie of me and you and stuff. And I'm like, okay. So I took a selfie of me and her, a couple of them actually, very nice pictures. And I'm like, oh, those are cool. So I told the old lady, I says, I'm going to go to Walmart. They have those self in the photo aisles there, you know, that where you get uh, film developed and all that other crap. They have the self checkouts there now. Yeah. Yeah. You you just plug your phone in or your or if you have it on a USB port or whatever, whatever the crap is, you plug it in. You can print out your own pictures. 
this is where the problem started. Not being technically savvy, I my phone is cluster effed with more pictures and videos on it than I even thought I had. There's over 7,200 different files of pictures and videos on my cell phone. Okay, it's got an expandable uh, expandable memory with an SD card and everything. So, I mean, this thing is jam-packed full of stuff. Just years of pictures that I never did anything with. So I go to Walmart. And I said, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. It was this past week. It's 10 in the morning. You know, it was my day off. There was nobody around. And, you know, well, I mean, there was a couple of people milling about and stuff. But I'm like, okay, I sit down. And I plug my cell phone into this thing. It's got the little uh, micro port whatever line coming out of this computer i plugged it in and i'm like okay and it's a and it's all supposed to be like um for the technological stupid you know it's very self-explanatory they're saying and you got to pick whether you have an android or what kind of phone you have so i, I click on android because i have an android and then it's like okay and you know downloading all the files now and it's like you know it's making these noises and you see this little spiraling wheel of death going on and i'm like waiting and waiting and nothing's happening so i look to my left and the counter is like maybe 10 yards away not even and there's a guy and a girl working behind the counter in the photo lab and the guy makes eye contact with me first thankfully and he's like uh, and i'm like hey buddy i'm having a hard time with this i can't figure this crap out and he's like oh i'll help you very pleasant guy comes walking over to me and he's like he, he unplugs my phone and he, you know, he goes back to the home screen and he starts it all over again. And it wasn't working for him either. And he looks and he goes, well, I think this might be a bad cord. I says, okay. And he says, you have the, uh, the microchip in there, right? The micro memory card chip. And I says, yeah. He goes, okay, we'll just take it out and plug it right in. It, it'll fit right there. I'm like, oh, fantastic. This will work out. Okay, now here's where my thought process was was really kind of working. You would think that it would the photographs would come up in chronological order, right? That the last, the most recent pictures you took, which would be the selfies with the bear and the picture of me at work, you would think those would come up chronologically, wouldn't you? Oh no, I can just see where this is going. Oh, and exactly where you think it's going. <laughs> so he pops this in. And it starts the spiraling thing there. It's loading up all the pictures. Oh, no. And it's a good-sized screen that I'm sitting in front of. And all of a sudden, and I, I, on my, I crap you not, bro. The picture of my balls after my vasectomy ends up on the screen in a big three-by-seven box. Just right there. glare. And there was no mistaking that these were testicles. There was none whatsoever. It's not like it was a close close up where you're just like, Jesus, what is that? A zucchini? No, th this was plain and simple. My balls hanging out of my pants. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the greatest story ever told. It gets better. No. The next. Oh, yeah. So then the next right next to it, the next photo file pops up. Now, people send you funny memes and pictures and stuff oh. like that, right? Well, when somebody sends me something funny, something I, I really get a heartily, like, a laugh out of, I'll save it to my phone. So the next picture that pops up is Mandingo, I would say. <laughs> it is the biggest 
black dong <laughs> railing this chick like she's in freaking agony. <laughs> like it is the most disgusting. It was just oh freaking God. vile. And I, at that point, now, so you look to the left and there's my balls. You look to the right and there's some black dude with a schlong the size of a tree trunk going to town on this poor chick. And I'm, st I'm sitting on this stool. The guy's standing right next to me, staring at my nuts next to a black guy doing somebody. And I'm like, oh, crap. And I, I'm like, all the, I started panicking. I started like almost hyperventilating. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And I looked at him, and he had zero. If listen, if that was me, I'd probably be laughing my ass off. <laughs> if it was you, you'd probably be laughing your ass off. <laughs> this guy had no humor whatsoever. And he looked, and he looks over at me, and he goes, "I'll leave you alone now." <laughs> and he walks away. And I'm like, oh crap. <laughs> so I, I'm like. I'm hitting the X button. I'm hitting the X like a madman. I'm like, you know, playing whack-a-mole with this X, trying to just back out of all this crap. And I couldn't do it. And there's now, at this point, there's people walking by me, like customers. And I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, my balls, my balls, my, my you know, I'm like trying to hit. And I look over to the left, and he's standing behind the counter talking to the girl, and they're kind of glaring at me. And then he kind of turns and walks away. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to call the freaking police. He's going to call the police for some kind of public indecency, for, for some public porn. I'm like, all these different things of like, oh, my God, I'm going to jail over stuff that was in my camera for the last umpteen years. And I'm going to freaking go to jail because it all came out in public at freaking Walmart, dude. I was <laughs> I was mortified. <laughs> Yeah, you go ahead and laugh, dude. You, you go ahead and laugh, but let me see your balls splayed out for the world to see and see what happens then. Those are in a private file that are encrypted. Thank you very much. I don't, you're, I don't know how to freaking encrypt anything, man. I'm sitting there. I just, I'm like, my balls are swollen the size of a grapefruit. They're purple like a skull. I'm like, I'm like, I gotta get a picture of this to show the doctor. It was, it was medicinal. That's what it was. It was, it was documenting. Uh, an issue I was having, and, and I what didn't was expect it to come up, dude? That was like over two years ago. That's what she said. But the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're plugged <laughs> but in. You're waiting for a picture of you and your dearest little girl who looks up to you like such an idol. <laughs> the first two images oh, are your balls and some yeah. chick getting railed with a tree trunk. <laughs> <laughs> How's that dad I'm of the just, year feeling I'm, now? You're gonna slip that in the, the biography. Right? Show up next to mine. <laughs> you know. Let's, that would have been horrible, let's, dude. Let's put that in the biography. I, I took that crap and left. I didn't even. Oh yeah, and and my daddy also tried getting my picture taken with him, and, and he got his balls. <laughs> I tell you what, I took that SD card. I didn't even put it back in the camera. I didn't even put the Otter box back on my camera. Nothing. I just grabbed it all like a thief in the night, and I beat feet, dude. I was the hell out of there. I'm like, nope, I'm gone. <laughs> I'm, and, and the whole time I'm thinking to myself as I'm running out the door like like a freaking criminal, I'm like, are they calling the cops on me? They're going to have video footage of me running to my car and getting in my car like like some kind of creep peeling out of the parking lot, which I did. I was like, I'm out of here, dude. That's the greatest thing ever. Oh, my stomach hurts from laughing. So yeah. that was fantastic. I, I ended up, I mean, just long story, you know, the end of it the end result was beautiful she did a great presentation 
unlike my presentation. Yeah. No, no, no. I plugged my phone in. I just put it all out. I took, I went and got one of those, uh, one of those little things, the little stick things. That They're called zip computer. drives. Yeah. Little thumb drives. Yeah. 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 I just went, I went and got one of those little thumb drives, completely blank, nothing on it. I plugged my phone into my own computer and it took me probably about an hour to figure out how to download the two or three pictures I needed onto the thumb drive. And then I just brought them back to Walmart. And uh, not that one, though. I went to a different one and, and printed out what I needed. <laughs> I went to the one in, like, Southington. You know, you could have like, gone to, back to that one. You could have gone to Walgreens. It's right there, right? Ah, oh, dude, I didn't even think of that. Walgreens oh, God, has got it right, right there. Walgreens. Oh, that'd be the funniest shit ever. Uh, yeah, because I live right down the street from there. So I'd be like, hey, dude, how are you, man? Oh, hello. And I just, I just, I that just. freaking uh, horrible, dude. Oh, that was fantastic. And then the old lady's like, hey, hey, man, we got to go to Walmart later. I'm like, nope. Nope, not, not doing me. it. I'd rather go You're to Ikea. <laughs> right? You'd rather go to Ikea. <laughs> yeah. Nope, not happening. Uh. Oh, that's that's my that was my excursion to Walmart. Something always happens to me. I don't I don't get it, dude. So that, do, that do I funny. have like screw with me or oh, I suck you, written on my back? You know, no. Fates have to f with me all the time. You re, you remind me a lot of of my father, right? So, you you strong man, you strong willed. You you do what you can for you and your family. It just sometimes. The, the the normalities of today's society just completely escape you <laughs> like yeah. the technology and the way people interact with each other just completely <laughs> foreign to you man just absolutely no clue so i am not a people person bro <laughs> so as you as you can uh, uh imagine things are are fast and furious on my side with the impending move right so uh, last, last, last weekend I did a walkthrough, uh, I think it was like Monday or Tuesday, actually. I did a walkthrough, uh, at the new place and, uh, looking at all the things that needed to be repaired before we moved in. And I found a laundry list of stuff. So there were like, uh, really? yeah, like, uh, um, plug sockets that the covers were broken or wires hanging out of them. Uh, doors on cabinets that wouldn't close all the way, windows that were cracked, blinds that were drawn on and, and there cartoons drawn on them and crayon and marker, uh, lights that didn't work, uh, smoke detectors weren't working, a bathroom sink was leaking and, and rotting out the drawer underneath it. Uh, there's a movie room in this house. You know, it's uh, like a, a movie theater set up. One of the chairs was broken and looked like the rug had been uh, uh, taken uh, from a, a jailhouse rape room. Uh, it was it was bad, and and there was huge stains on it too. Like I don't know what bodily fluids these are either. So I came up with a whole laundry list of stuff, and it's it it was it's got to be like five or six thousand dollars worth of repairs that this guy's got to do to this house. All right. Yeah, but it sounds like it's, I mean, at least it sounds like it's mostly cosmetic for the most part. I mean, uh, you know, nothing structural, not like you found like, you know, well, no, I mean, for termites or anything. Right? No, yeah, I mean, you, you got you got plumbing issues, right? You got the bathroom, a couple bathroom sinks that aren't working or leaking and uh, some baseboards missing and stuff like that. But, you know, it's, it's a, a lot of money putting into that. And then, and then one of the things that he wants me to do is maintain the backyard. Now, it's a huge backyard. He wants it watered like once a week, but there's nothing but weeds in there. 
like like weeds. There's, there's no grass. There's a couple of trees, and I can prune the trees. I said, what does he want me to water the weeds? <laughs> you know? I mean, I got to pay for it. <laughs> I'm going to get you a T-shirt that said Weeds Lives Matter. (laughs) So uh, uh, I came up, uh, and and, uh, a realtor was with me, too, and she's like, wow, there's a lot of stuff. You know, the dishwasher, uh, the dishwasher's older than you, and as it drains, it backs up into the garbage disposal, which doesn't work because it's got its own sink there, too. I said, well, that's got to get fixed, too. So... uh, I said, you know, the guy's got options here now. So either he could fix everything, right, and we keep the deal as it is. Uh, he can knock my rent down uh, 500 bucks a month, which I was kind of hoping he would. Uh, or we can just scratch the deal altogether and just give me back my deposit, and I'll go find something else. So the realtor calls me like uh, a day and a half later. She's like, no, he's going to fix everything. Is he? He's going to oh, fix everything. So it means all the windows will be fixed. Nice. And I'm going to check it before I go in because if not, there's going to be an issue, right? So then. Yeah, but how's he going to fit the backyard with all the weeds? I, I, I don't give a flying fadoodle. He's, you know. <laughs> so uh, well, one of the options was that I could reseed the, the backyard, but he's got to let me put a pool in. So we'll see. Uh, nice. Did he, did he go along with the pool? I haven't heard anything on that yet. Uh, mm. So then we start pricing moving companies. So you ever ever hear them stories that start out, you ain't going to believe this, beep, right? So we we had one moving company come in for an estimation uh, on Saturday. So uh, Paulette calls me up. Uh, Guy's late. He's like two hours late coming to the house anyway. Then when he finally does show up, some of the stuff that he was counting is stuff that we're not bringing. But I will give you a guess as to what the number was that he presented Paulette with. Okay. Well, I'm trying to remember when me and the old lady moved from Newington here to Bristol. We got a, a moving company. We did all the packing ourselves. They just basically came in jammed it all in the truck drove it here and unloaded it we did pretty much all the legwork i know the neighborhood of what we spent if i remember correctly but you're talking you're going all the way you're going like 2200 miles away so i mean the the cost of travel alone has got to be astronomical are they doing all the packing or are they just doing it like what they did for us where they just show up and pat and throw it in the truck no they're just going to load it in the truck paulette's going to have all the packing done so this is just loading it in the truck, furniture, boxes, whatever, and then driving it to the destination and unloading it from there. You guys will handle all the packing and unpacking. Right. Just put it in this room, this room, this room. We'll handle everything else. Uh, I, I mean, I've got to go somewhere up in the neighborhood of at least four, four grand, maybe five grand. Am I <laughs> more? Uh, uh, times that by four. Are you kidding me? Sixteen to twenty thousand dollars. Twenty thousand dollars. Twenty-one thousand to be exact. Are you crap? How many trucks? How many people? What is this all about? They're saying about three thousand cubic feet, twenty-four thousand pounds. They said it's going to be twenty-one thousand dollars to move my family to Texas. I said, "Are you out of your mind? You're nuts." You're absolutely nuts. 
Well, I know there was some kind of a relocation thing that your your new employers were working out. What's covered under that? Well, he's giving me ten. So it would so it would be eleven ten to eleven thousand out of your pocket if you were to go that route. Not only do I not have a pot to piss in, I don't have two nickels to rub together to get me something to drink to make me piss in the pot to begin with. This I don't have eleven grand. No so kidding. now we've got another moving company coming in on Tuesday to give us an evaluation. If they're close to that number, then we're going to look at the self packs. And and well, that's what my aunt did. My aunt just moved down to Florida. Uh, she retired and she just moved down to Florida. She's like uh, right out right outside the Orlando area, I think Tampa, maybe somewhere down in that area. Um, but she did one of those. What are they called? Uh, pods. Yeah. yeah, 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 or cubes, something like that. Yeah, they they drop the freaking thing off in your driveway. You jam that son of a bitch full yourself, and then they just come and pick it up and transport. I'm sure she still paid, you know, a decent amount for that. But you're doing all the labor and everything. They're just dumping it, picking it up, and dumping it again. And then when you get it unloaded, we're at your destination. They come back, they pick up the empty pod, and off they go. Now, of course, my aunt was basically it was just her and my uncle. And they, they lived in one of those Jensen homes, 55 and over communities. They had very small house. I mean, they certainly had a, a fraction of what you guys are looking to move because you're <laughs> moving a whole family, bunch of kids, everything like that. You have the animals, and all, you know, all your belongings. But, uh, yeah, I mean, dude, I would oh, – that's, that's ridiculous, dude. So we're going to be dumping stuff left and right. So there's going to be clothes getting dumped. Baby toys getting dumped, donated. She's like, well, maybe I'll have a yard sale. We don't have time for that. And what are you going to get? A nickel here, a quarter there, and you're going to put in all the yeah. work? That's that's not, no. You can't. You got to just get rid of it, you know? So yeah. uh, we may we may wind up going. There's a company out there called ABF, and they do the same thing with pods, similar. Uh, they may drop off mm-hmm. us a whole 23-foot trailer, though. And, and doing the 23-foot trailer, it'll be... Four thousand dollars, and we have five door to door. Yeah, uh, yeah. So and then they they uh, they give us five days to load it, and I five days to unload it, and there's five days in transit. They give it up to five days in transit. It's actually like a three day run, but see, four grand that ain't bad. Especially, I mean, moving all the way across the country, that's not bad, dude. Yeah, but yeah, the problem is. more viable option yeah the problem is that's more along the lines of what i was thinking it was going to be four to five grand the labor right taking everything out of the house and then putting it up in a trailer and then stacking it in the trailer and then getting out of the trailer and getting more stuff so we've got you know kids but kids are working right so my stepdaughter works full-time she worked two jobs my daughter uh, older store is going to be working full-time my stepson's going to be working part-time and then i got my youngest daughter who will do uh, some part of the work, but then that's it. That's that's all we have to do, loading of of the truck, and and yeah. it's it's it's. And so my father said he'll come down from Pennsylvania. He'll bring my brother down. <clears throat> my brother's you know uh, uh, not in the, in the in the best of health, so he's not going to be able to do much. You know, we, we may uh, ask uh, you and your son to to come help us as well. But, yeah, you know, hey, listen, dude, I've helped people move in the past before and, uh, you know, uh, pizza and beers, you know, that type of uh, scenario, man. I'll, I'll be there. I'll give you a hand, dude. You know, it's just the, the whole. Know, and I, I still got to go by and pick up the, you know, the, the desk chairs. I Because yeah. I'm still sitting on this 
rickety piece of crap. But, dude, when it happens, when the move happens, just let me know, and I'll, I'll even you know, I'll even see if I can find a couple people to come over and uh, a couple like-minded individuals. <laughs> and, uh, you know, maybe I'll bring a liberal just for ha-has. Well, we need somebody <laughs> we'll to make fun of, yeah. So, uh, and and then you know, once I get down and get the family down here, get the truck down here. I could probably grab some of the guys I work with and, and then make it a big uh, fiesta, uh, maybe hire a mariachi band and stuff down here. But, you know, <laughs> have cervezas and tacos. Um, but, uh, you yeah, know, I'm not going to be able to help you on that end of it. That no, end of it's no. gonna, as much as I would love to go for a road trip, that end of it's going to be on you. Yeah, it's going to be all over me, like all over my face, just just like that tree trunk did <laughs> to that poor girl. You know, so it it's. <laughs> Comes first, <laughs> See, that's what she oh said. My God, dude. <laughs> uh, you're the one that needs therapy, man. You're the one that had that crap on your phone. I don't delete stuff, dude. I have emails. One of my old work uh, emails uh, when I worked at the radio station, I, it laid what I thought dormant for years. And I went and logged into that thing, and there was like over 20,000 emails on the damn thing. I don't delete stuff. But My work email <laughs> I have right now probably has probably a good five, 6,000 emails on it. I never hit the delete button. Never. No. That's a, I, my, my, my phone's full of pictures, and, and uh, <laughs> that, that uh, Paula would kill me if those pictures ever got out. So <laughs> I got to make sure that they yeah, stay yeah. in. See, I don't. I don't have any of those. Yeah, I gotta make sure they're encrypted. <laughs> I don't have any oh, of those shots. you you have your own, right? You have your own balls. You don't have anything from anybody else. I absolutely do. <laughs> You'd rather look at your balls than absolutely. your wife, huh? There you go. <laughs> don't make this about uh, me, bro. I see where it's at. So you got a guy with a huge schlong, and in your balls, but nothing of your old lady in compromising position. So we see where the priorities uh, lie. You know, I got to be able to brag. <laughs> yeah, dark side likes the BBC. That's right. That's right. I, you know, I downloaded everything, though, onto a flash drive. I got, like, one of those 64 gig or whatever flash drives. And uh, a friend of mine at work, you know, showed me how to do it. He's like, okay, you plug the flash drive in and you do this, you do that. Just so I can actually clean out my phone. Because you need a new one anyway. And I did that. I do need a new phone anyway. But if I can try to sucker at least a few more months out of this one. But I sat there after I got this all downloaded on the uh, the drive there, the little flash stick or whatever it's called. I, I sat there and I started looking through all these pictures and I, I started deleting some of them. I think out of the 7,200 and some odd files that I have on there, I might have deleted about 200. But I can't bring myself. I'm like, when it comes to, to that, to phone pictures, stuff that I, you know, pictures that I take, I'm like a hoarder. I don't know if you ever saw that A&E TV show, Hoarders. That was bad. Uh, well, I'm like that with my, my cell phone, with all the files on my phone. I'm a hoarder. I'm a phone hoarder. I can't bring myself to delete these pictures. I go through, and there's pictures of, like, Connor when he was, like, five years old, and and he's, he's you know, doing some jumping on a trampoline or something. like. And I'm like, oh, man, that's cool. I just, something about it, if I delete it, it's gone. Even though I know I have backups of it. If I'm at, like out somewhere and they say, "Oh, you know, you have any pictures of your kids when they're younger?" and I could say, "Yeah, right here, look." And I could, I, I could look back and reminisce on my phone right there anytime I want to. I bring myself to delete these files. No, and that kills me. Here's here's the DNR 
uh, community tip of the day. For people who have lots and lots of uh, picture and video files on their phones, should consider at uh, some time to print those pictures out. So yes, uh, right now the picture is digital. It's stored on a digital medium. But even digital pictures over time do degrade. And when they degrade, they degrade worse than uh, actual photograph ones do because they turn pixelated and they get out of focus. And then you lose. It looks like you're trying to see stuff through cataracts. So if you have lots and lots of old pictures on your phone, do yourself a favor. Yes, create the backup. Always have that backup either on a a flash drive like Darkside did uh, or on a cloud medium. And then uh, print out a set and put them into storage for yourself because they will eventually disappear. Oh, yeah, dark side in the back with the hand raised. If I may, if I may call BS on this, the printing out your photos at, at Walmart, as it were, I think it's 29 cents a photo to do the, the printing, which if you think about it, it's 29 cents. It's a little more than a quarter. It's no big deal. I just did the math, bro. 7,200 pictures, 7,200, 7,200 pictures times 0. 0.29 is 2,088 freaking dollars. Can you see that? I'm holding it up. To yeah, the yeah, that's a big I, number. I'm not paying $2,000 to print out freaking pictures to have them sit on a shelf somewhere. So well, that's that why you should do it. No, what's next? Buddy? Little, Do it little by little. $20 here, $20 here, $20 here be doing it for 10 freaking years and by then you'll have fourteen thousand pictures lined up and, <laughs> i was gonna say by then it'll be twice as much <laughs> there's no win on this one dude uh, no win. you gotta you gotta you gotta try to do something though because you're there the more you put on there and as you change phones the quality of the ability to see those pictures change so while it looks good on the phone that you have now the next generation of phones it's not going to look as good it's going to look less crisp. And then the phone that you get after that is going to degrade even more. But you know, the problem, though, is, is that with, with printing out the photos, even putting them on a flash drive, but printing out the photos, I'm going to be dead eventually. I'm going to be long gone at some point. Yeah, okay, so so Bear and, and my other kids, they'll probably take the pictures and either copy them or split them up amongst themselves. But eventually they're going to be deceased, and it'll go on to the grandkids, and eventually they'll be deceased. And that next generation of people coming up would be like, who the hell's this old fart redneck sitting there with a big old red beard? And yada? I'll be just a, a distant ghost. And these pictures will end up in a freaking garbage can somewhere. But at least you'll have them printed. <laughs> yeah, for two thousand freaking dollars, bite me. <laughs> so what's what's on Darkside's agenda for the week as we get ready to wrap up another glorious episode of DNR Radio? I, I'm cranking out the overtime. I've picked up my trolling abilities, and I've kicking that into high uh, high gear. And other than that. I have no life. Actually, I'm, we're going to be getting ready to, uh, we're going on our cruise in June, which I'm looking forward to uh, for some strange reason. I had a freaking god-awful experience on a cruise once, and I never went back. But somehow I got talked into going on uh, this one. But I'm looking forward to it. It should, any, any time spent out of Connecticut in nice, beautiful weather, I can accept that. So what do you... We'll, we'll get into my miserable cruise experience at some other point also on the, on the next show i want you to tell us all about 
the new additions to your family. Oh yeah. I'm gonna. I want to hear about. <clears throat> yeah. So I want to hear about your new pussy. <laughs> right. So you have a, a, a new pussy in the house, and then. Uh, yeah. I also I want to hear about this. Uh, this beautiful. Is it a boy or a girl? It's a little boy. That's my little boy. That's that's a boy. So you got yourself a new yeah, a new. She, she got she got the pussy. I got the boy. There you go. So we're gonna hear all about it on the next mm-hmm. episode of DNR Radio. Uh, reach out to us, please. Uh, so let us know how the hell we're doing. I mean, we're going on ten months of this, and I can't get a goddamn piece of feedback from anybody. Dark side, how do we do it? <laughs> Radio DNR at Gmail dot com. Facebook, Twitter, dnrradio.net, uh, easy way to go about finding us. So reach out, touch someone. Yeah, please, somebody, especially, uh, well, don't touch his balls. They're all over Walmart right now. <laughs> so for Dark Side, this is Russ. Thanks for listening to another episode of DNR Radio. We'll catch you next week. Peace. <laughs>